Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Street Wisdom, the podcast that works towards translating wisdom to street level application. Um, so have you heard about PLG uh, or product-led growth? Um, it's one of the new strategies that a lot of businesses, specifically in the tech space, like the SaaS companies are adopting. And um, I have been speaking to a couple of people, which is kind of the trigger to the podcast, like a lot of other podcasts, there is always a trigger behind them. Um, and I specifically wanted to talk today about not only about PLG, but talk about the marginal story of business. And the reason I'm calling it the marginal story is because, you know, when I started to work, um, there was a very, very keen focus we always had on margins. In fact, a lot of times we were doing back calculations, which is we knew the margins we needed to safeguard. And then we would kind of work backwards to say, what should our sales price be? Um, however, over the years, I've realized that there has been a shifting focus on this, not to say it's not important, all sales leaders still have this as their KPI, it could be margin, contribution margin, profitability. Um, and it's good to have that as focus, right? Because at the end of the day, we are business organizations, and that's what makes the world go around the money or the margins. So we cannot marginalize our margins. But I think the distraction comes from the valuation game. Because a lot of times the matrix that we are looking for at the valuation could be the number of users you onboarded instead of the margin you can make in the initial years specifically. So now this is where, you know, there are newer business models coming up, uh, specifically with technology coming in. So earlier, if we look at businesses, uh, when you looked at scalability, there were broadly two alternatives you had. One could be that you build your team and you scaled up your team, which meant uh, if you had 10 people, then your scalability would require you to have 50 people or you'd go to a new market and have more people deployed there. Um, or the other alternative you had was to go the channel route. Um, so you would appoint a distributor, a reseller, a CNF agent, a partner, a system integrator, a value-added reseller. Uh, you could call them by different terms, but what it really was, was adding channel. And we identified the best go-to-market strategy based on what would best protect our margins or profits. And we know that channel traditionally has been a simple way to lower cost by incentivizing someone else to do a part of the work for a small fee or for a small margin. Um, and with technology coming in, digital itself became another channel that we brought into our go-to-market strategy. Now, while I do understand that it's an imperative, but I also do see it's kind of not always intuitive, but when you create your go-to-market strategy, the starting point or the core of the conversation needs to be the customer. 
it's never how you want to sell, but how does your customer buy? And only once we've defined the buying journey, can we then define what are the best ways to engage with the customer? And that would also then define our pricing strategy. And, you know, we've changed that as well. We've gone from the cost plus plus models to the value or the value minus models. And so there is just so many things that are evolving around us as we talk about our go-to-market strategy and now enter this business model or the strategy of PLG or product-led growth. Now, while business owners would claim that this is a model they came up with, I personally believe it's been successful only because the customer expectations have evolved and the customer wants to buy the way the product-led growth model supports them, right? So think about as a customer, and you are a customer to some of these PLG SaaS companies, the customer wants more control of making decisions. I could be sitting and using that product in the middle of the night and I want to take a decision if I want a certain part or module or a feature of that product or not. Also, I love personalization as a customer. Customer loves personalization, right? So I understand my application to the to my use case best, right? And so having that flexibility and that convenience kind of helps the product-led growth model. So what is product-led growth model? It pretty much is providing the product in the hands of the customer very often free or at a very minimal cost and allowing them to use the basic utility of the tool and then upselling to them the advanced features or cross-selling to them additional elements of the product to them, right? So it is a pretty much a subscription model and the product needs to be a product that a user is typically going to buy, right? Um, that's where PLG would work the best. Now, the also the product should be easy to use with some training videos or some guidance, it should be, you know, your user interface becomes really, really important. And also, I think it needs to have some kind of a virality factor to it. And I don't know if virality is a word or not, but I just did make it one. So it needs to have some elements that make the product go viral or the fact that your users are promoting other users to use it. And we've seen that happen with Dropbox or Slack, right? If you're on that, you're going to invite other people to come and join that as well, which allows it to create a little bit of that viral factor. Now, also the fact that the customer should be willing to pay for advanced features. If everything's available in the basic feature, how are you going to monetize that? That's an important thing to consider as well. Now, most successful PLG companies have the freemium model and what they've also done is they build a strong community that actually helps them in building and promoting the product. And if I were to look at my favorite example amongst these, um, it would be Canva. I, I love that product um, as a user. 
and also the fact that their journey has been like that and now you can see they've started putting in the templates there so the community is building the usability of the product as well right but there are other examples like i mentioned slack dropbox grammarly calendly many of those are doing well so now the point is how is this different from the sales led growth model so in case of a sales led growth uh, the sales team reaches out to the customer and kind of moves them through the buying process to get to a point of decision and we usually commonly use the funnel to manage the opportunities and the customer acquisition is managed by the field sales or the sellers or you know it could be your direct team or your channel team but it's pretty much the sales people doing the leg work as we call it right um now in plg your customer acquisition is managed by the product and the customer goes through the product experience funnel so in sales i will first sell the product to you and then you get to experience it whereas in a product led growth strategy i will give you the product to experience it first now if your product is for enterprise users i you could still use plg but remember that it's only going to help you build a small community of users you will still need to put a, you know your sellers on the job to then convert that into sales opportunities from a enterprise sale perspective right and now consider and let's get back to where we started the margin story so as you think about should you be looking at the product led growth model or a sales led growth model this is where you need to go back and look at your profits or your margin stories right and consider which of the models gives you the better cost of customer acquisition what is your ticket size if your ticket size is really small then maybe building scalability in the product is a great idea right also what are your sales cycles like because if the sales cycle is going to be really long or is the sales cycle like going to happen you know it's instant gratification like i'm on canva i'm wanting to use some features it doesn't allow me to use it till i have a pro license there is a kind of an incentive for me to buy the pro license so that i can start using it right however the difference is between maybe a 20 dollar per month or to, to maybe even lesser than that right so the value versus the outcome that i get um the it's not a big decision is what i'm trying to say right so small ticket sizes we know always as we are looking at it as an organization you have to rely on the economies of scale so if you are picking up the plg model it should be something that's why i said should have a virality it should be able to get you the economies of scale also leading with the product requires you to have your product engineering customer support teams really actively engaged so the product experience is managed and the customer usage can be tracked and incentivized now 
sales led growth needs you to have effective sellers and efficient funnel forecast being managed closely along with some pre sales teams because you need to build in use case applications like your proof of concepts for your customer conversations right um and i mentioned there's a trigger to this podcast and that trigger is that you know in this era of digital noise buzzwords really catch on and um a lot of tech companies or founders of tech companies are jumping onto a bandwagon which is got plg written on it and the only thing i want to do is want to stress that before you jump on either of the strategies or models please remember that the strategy or the model needs to be an intentional choice so your starting point is customer at the core whose problem are you solving and that's the customer at the core and then your objectives where do you want to get with this and then calibrating your strategy to work backwards to say what's the best route to market for you um see even if you had a plg or an slg model you would still require sales teams marketing teams customer service customer support teams maybe pre sales teams or uh product engineering teams and your some of their teams could be different some broad teams are still the same um but you really have to look at that first touch point for your customers going to be different is the customer engaging with the seller or is the customer engaging with the product being then your sales persona there so also the fact that you have to remember that in this volatility the only metric is not onboarding customers but it is also to ensure that the customer uses the product and also that there is good customer retention because if the customer comes in uses the product and then goes away or goes inactive that's not really going to help you in your margin story tomorrow so uh whatever strategy you choose be intentional about your strategy and the fact that in either of the strategies you will still need a chief sales officer because they are both sales strategies and the sales management layers are going to be the same the only thing you are doing is replacing your hunter sellers with your product experience so instead of a sales funnel you have a product experience funnel but if you have to sell to enterprise customers and i'm not saying large enterprises even if you are selling to small and medium enterprises if even if you're going to use the plg strategy you will still need a sales team to engage with them because then it's not just a user making a decision to use and pay for the subscription for a corporate organization to make a decision to buy and use your product multiple decision makers will get involved for the decision to be made we know and research tells us that on an average there are seven people who get involved in a decision to be made in b2b sales so 
be intentional about whatever plan or route to market you take and remember margins are important this is not a marginal story you can postpone your margins to maybe a year two year three year and i'm sure this is going to get reduced very soon even as the funding story changes but you can't do away with it uh, you can't create a business plan which does not show you getting profitable in the near future so have a clear strategy and be intentional about it and don't jump onto a bandwagon because everybody's talking about it because that's not how we can make profitable businesses so just uh, maybe a bit of a rant a bit of an appeal there uh, to say let's focus on our margins because that's what makes organizations profitable and profitable organizations make the world go round so uh, keep listening and uh, put in your feedback and comments uh, wherever you are listening to this podcast and uh, please follow us and like us so that we can keep engaging with you with other topics that we keep coming up with thank you so much priya sachdev signing off from this podcast of street wisdom <laughs>